and welcome everybody into the first ever St. Martin's Athletics Podcast. I'm Austin Burns, your host, and we have a special opening guest this week. We'll introduce them a little bit later, but Tierney Didanonis and Mallory Vavola from the women's basketball team will be joining us later in the show. But how this show is going to be structured is we'll start off with some recaps of the last week, see how the Saints did both on and off the court, and then we'll bring our guests in, and then you'll want to stay tuned for that final bit as we announce the Saints of the Week. So thank you everybody for joining us this week. Let's go ahead and dive right into Saints action. The men's basketball team was on the road this weekend. They were over in Nampa, Idaho, taking on the Nighthawks and unfortunately dropped both ends of their doubleheader over there. It was a close game in that first one. The Saints were up at halftime, but the Nighthawks used an early second half rally to overcome the Saints and take them down 92-86. to Saints had some big-time performances, though. Alex Schumacher, 21 points with five assists in that first game. Ty Velasquez and DeMonte Malloy came off the bench with some big performances as well. 19 points each. DeMonte Malloy added seven rebounds to go along with that. The Saints then took on the Nighthawks in that next night. And slow offensive start for SMU as they only put 19 points up in the first half and fell behind early to Northwest Nazarene, who's ranked 13th in the country on the media poll right there as well in the NCAA regional ranking. The Saints did come back and outscore the Nighthawks in the second half, 34-27, to but were unable to climb all the way back into it, falling 71-53. to Saints with some offensive woes in the beginning, but that didn't affect Monte Malloy as he shot another 18 points and six rebounds off the bench. Really came through strong, especially from beyond the arc, connecting a four of eight. Some other key contributors in that game. Seth Coddington came in with eight points and three assists. And Tyke Thompson with nine points and eight rebounds. Well, that wasn't the only action, though, for St. Martin's. It was a busy weekend. The softball team was also starting their year as they head down to Pacific Grove, Oregon, to take on Pacific for their first two games of the year on Saturday. The Saints were behind early two to nothing to the boxers until the sixth inning where they erupted for seven runs in the inning. Highlight of that game was Kylie Vanderbout, bases clearing double in the sixth inning to break the game wide open and put the Saints up big. Newcomer Carly Yoshioka, Made an impact immediately for the Saints, homering in the second inning, a two-run blast, and that's what secured the Saints to a 10-3 victory. Abby Runyon got the start inside the circle, and the freshman did not disappoint, picked up right where she left off last year, seven innings, only three runs, punching out three and claiming her first victory of the year. And then the Saints went right back at it against the Boxers later that day. And the storyline was the freshman, her first ever game in a Saints uniform, Tia Reddings. Tia did not miss a beat. Seven innings, five hits, no earned runs, and five strikeouts. A complete game shutout for the freshman. 
and the Saints rolled through Pacific three to nothing. Kylie Vanderbilt struck again, this time a two-run home run in the second inning. Saints added another one in the fifth, and they take both ends of the doubleheader three to nothing and go to two and zero on the year. Good start for softball down in Forest Grove. And then our lone home games last weekend. The Saints women's basketball taking on Northwest out of Kirkland, Washington. In the first game, the Saints put up a track meet on the Eagles, 94-55. to Saints threw up 54 points in that first half alone. And it was just a team effort all around. Ryan Clear with 20 points and five rebounds. Claire Dingus, what a monster weekend she had. She started off with 20 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, and get this five steals for the junior forward out of Spokane in only 27 minutes of action. Tierney Didonatis, 13 points, six assists, only one turnover for the senior point guard. Marin Bootyman came in to the starting lineup, her first start for the Saints, knocked down four clutch three-pointers in that second quarter. She ended with 12 points, and Eternity Reed came off the bench with 12 points and eight rebounds, along with four assists. Did it all for the Saints in her 25 minutes of action. It was a complete team effort as the Saints shot 57% from the field, 48% from beyond the arc. And the 94 points was the most the Saints have scored since January 2nd, 2020 against Alaska Fairbanks where the Saints threw up 96 in that game. Then the Saints took on the Eagles once again on Saturday. And this one was a little bit closer to begin. Northwest actually had a lead early in the second quarter, but the Saints just pulled away, especially in the third quarter, outscoring the Eagles 30-13. to they went on to win 84 to 59 in that one. Once again, who other than Claire Dingus? 25 points, 15 rebounds, five assists in 32 minutes of action. Ryan Clear stepped up once again, 21 points for the freshman. And Tierney Didonis was third in scoring with her 14. Saints, once again, a team effort. Scoring all the way across the board. Nine different Saints got into the scoring ledger. Every Saint saw the floor this weekend. And as a team, the team shot 46% from the field. They run away with their fifth victory of the year. Well, and that's going to bring us right to our guest tonight. Tierney Didonatis, Mallory Vavola, seniors from Arizona. You both played at Glendale Community College. Did you guys know each other before you went to community college or was that kind of, uh, you became best friends immediately? Uh, we actually knew each other from like fourth grade playing against each other in club tournaments. And then we went to different high schools, but we had a lot of mutual friends. So we remained close through those years. And then JUCO really brought us together. And then we were inseparable from then. So tell me about when Christy Martin came down to recruit you two. Was it always a package deal? You two were going to the same college or did it just happen to work out that way? It was a package deal or nothing. No, I'm just playing. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. You know, she actually came down to um, scout out another team and happened to see us both and just loved the chemistry that we had. 
Um, I think that goes back to being friends for years and, you know, playing against each other, just always having having that look at each other. Um, but, yeah, so recruiting us together just saw us play. And I think for us it was kind of we're going together and we're not going at all. What was something that drew you guys to St. Martin's right away? What, what made the Saints stand out? Uh, we had a lot of fun on our official visit. Uh, the teammates, they took really great care of us. Uh, of us. Um, they kind of showed us around and told us what to expect. They were really welcoming. Yeah, I really enjoyed the culture of the program. I think that's what really drew me here and, you know, kind of deciding that St. Martin's was the perfect fit. Well, let's flash forward to now. You two are the only seniors on the team. You know, what has that been like for you two coming in and kind of taking on that senior leadership role, especially a young team? You know, what are some things that you've learned in your two years here at St. Martin's? Um, well, I think not being here from the beginning, technically freshman year, kind of makes it difficult. But the seniors last year really, really paved the way and kind of showed us how we needed to go about it. So, you know, we kind of just jumped into this role. We really didn't have another option. We're the only two out here. Um, but the girls are great. You know, they they take everything with a grain of salt and they're just always ready to work hard regardless. And Coach Martin emphasizes no matter if you're a freshman or a senior, we're all leaders on a team and we all respect each other. So what was what was one of the biggest challenges you face coming from Arizona to Washington? I know it's not, you know, ninety degrees and beautiful sunny as we're sitting here, it's pouring down rain in the lovely Pacific Northwest. What was what were some challenges you guys faced that you didn't expect? Definitely miss the sun. Uh, we miss our family and friends a lot, but we were excited to get out for a little bit just to adventure, have our own little story. So what, what, are, what are you guys' majors? Uh, you know, I don't think I got into that one yet. What are you guys' majors and what do you want to do after you graduate? What are some goals? Um, I am a communications major. I'm not really sure exactly what I want to do yet, but I know I kind of want to follow my heart in the sports, the sports atmosphere. Um, and just kind of dive deeper into that aspect. Um, I'm also a communications major, and it's going to be a surprise. I don't know yet. <laughs> well, hey, that's always the beauty. You know, get to play around, figure out what you want to do. You don't have to have it all figured out right now by any means. Today. And I'm sure you guys got some other things on your mind right now, maybe like, you know, basketball. You know, some games coming up this weekend against Western Washington. You know, and, and that brings me to my next point. That game last year where you guys took down the Vikings inside Marcus Pavilion, I mean, it's weird this year not having the crowd there, you know, especially after last year's game against the Vikings. You had 1,000 people on their feet applauding. What was that atmosphere like? Does that game really stand out in your guys' memories at all? Um, yeah, I think that game was electric. I think that's really the only way you can describe it, you know, especially looking back this year with no fans and stuff. Like, that's the energy we miss, you know. It wasn't just the team, it was the fans, it was the atmosphere that really brought it all together and helped us come out on top. Is that something you guys are looking forward to, you know, next year being able to get back with, with fans? Like what, what, what's kind of been one of the things, have you had to like kind of adjust how you talk on the court, you know? Like has there been some adjustments, you know, like, you know, play calling or anything like that? You don't have the crowd to kind of hum over you? Tierney definitely needs to be careful with what she says now because the refs can hear her more. So I think she's a little bit more careful. Yeah, it's definitely different not having fans out there. You know, that just brings so much energy. So I think 
it really makes you look to like your teammates within, you know, we always have our bench standing. Our bench is huge for us. They're always going crazy. Um, you know, like they, they really show up for, for the lack of fans and stuff like that. Well, the fans, they obviously get to see you play on the court, but they don't see everything you have to do off the court to just get to that game. All the regulations with COVID and spacing and mass, you know, what has that been like for you guys? Obviously, first time having to make this adjustment late in your playing careers. You know, how has that kind of brought up some new opportunities to kind of lead for you two to be able to set that standard of this is what we need to do to be able to play a game this week, you know? And any thoughts on that? Uh, well, coming from like the start of the season, coach kind of emphasized like what we need to do as a team. We need to follow protocols. What we do outside of practice and games like really can affect just our team and just if we can play or not. So we're all really careful. We don't go to parties or anything. And we just kind of stay low key, keep everyone safe. Yeah, I think our team really does a great job of taking the precautions that are needed. You know, we double masked up and wore a face shield when we flew and Nobody likes to do that stuff, but I think it's apparent that it needs to be done in order to have results that we want, you know. We don't, we don't want to wear two masks, but we're doing it because we want to be able to do the things we love. Absolutely. And, you know, as we sit here all spaced out right now with masks on, um, you know, what's, again, you know, one thing I always love to ask athletes, you know, travel. You get, you get up to some, you know, shenanigans right maybe in the hotel room what's one of the best travel stories you've had here in your two years at St. Martin's um any pranks in the hotel rooms anything like that I don't know if my coach is gonna want to hear this but it was it was the night before a game and um, I was actually rooming with Jayla from last year who was a senior and it was probably 2 a.m we just couldn't sleep and we had a full-on pillow fight I'm talking you know just whacking each other Ended up getting a noise complaint, so we kind of decided it was probably time to not do that again and just focus on what we were there to do. My favorite was when we went to Dixie State last year. Um, Tierney and Lowe were rooming together, and they sent us a picture, and we zoomed in, and it looked like this ghost face. So we were all freaking out. We all go to their room, and then we did get another noise complaint. <laughs> uh, the hotel had to tell us to go back to our rooms. But then we talked to their front desk person the next morning, and they actually said people have reported the same thing about seeing this ghost. And in the picture, it looks just like this old lady's face, and it was just crazy scary, but it was funny. Oh, my goodness. Those are – I don't know how I would have reacted if I had a ghost in my hotel room. I don't think I would have been uh, sleeping there anymore. Definitely scary. Slept with the lights on for sure. <laughs> so one of the last questions I have for you two ladies, and it's a question I love to ask all student-athletes, favorite class. What has been your favorite class or professor? It doesn't have to necessarily just be one class. It could be a professor. What's been your favorite one since you got here? My favorite one was French with um, Kathleen McCain. Um, she was just an awesome professor. French was a really fun class. I had a couple of friends in there. Can you give us some French right now? Can you say? I can yeah. say bonjour <laughs> and comment allez-vous. That oh. means how are you? Oh, there we go. Okay. My brother speaks fluent French, and he, he'll start rattling off, and I have no idea what he's saying. But <laughs> That's awesome. It sounds beautiful, yeah, right? Yeah, it does. You know? uh, my favorite teacher is Irina Gendelman. Um, she just really does a great job of, you know, making kids want to come to class. I know it's really hard right now with um, COVID and all of this, you know, but she makes, she makes it fun. 
she lets you know that like she's there for you um, and she she really just cares about her students and I think that really hits home with me. Oh, amazing. Well, four more games left on the schedule. Western Washington twice, Central Washington twice. What are you guys looking forward to in your final four games of this uh, shortened season? Hopefully a couple more dubs. There we go. For sure. Just, Love to hear it. Just enjoying the games while they're here. I think COVID really made us realize you can't take things for granted. Absolutely. Well, thank you two for coming down here this morning and talking with us. Always a blast. Always fun having you two on the court as well. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Austin. All right. And now into our final segment, we'll go ahead and preview what is coming up for St. Martin's Athletics. And it's a busy weekend, that's for sure. We start on February 26th. Get ready for this. We have two baseball games on the road at Central Washington. They're starting their season against the Wildcats at 11 a.m. Women's soccer also beginning their season as well, taking on Corbin here at St. Martin's University at 1 p.m. And then women's basketball will be following up. Home game against Western Washington at 6 p.m. And men's basketball will be on the road against Central Washington at 7 p.m. A reminder to all our fans, as much as we love you, there will be no spectators allowed at any events for St. Martin's this year. So you can watch every game for free on smusaints.com on YouTube. On Saturday the 27th, home softball. Their first games here at St. Martin's against Whitworth. And that will be starting at 2 p.m. A doubleheader men's basketball will be taking on Central Washington. We haven't seen them for almost a month here inside Marcus Pavilion. It will be nice to get the men back inside on the Twin Star Court. That game's set to begin at 6 p.m. And then women's basketball will be heading up I-5, that three-hour journey to Bellingham for Saints versus Vikings at 6 p.m. And then wrapping it up, we have a doubleheader, double action on Sunday. Men's baseball against Central Washington starting at 11 a.m. And softball will be taking on Whitworth for games three and four starting at noon. Action-packed weekend. All of that information can also be found on smusaints.com. And now, one of my favorite things to do every week, announce the Saints of the Week. And we will start with the men's side, and that will go to DeMonte Malloy. What an impact he had off the bench for the Saints, averaging 18.5 points per game and 6.5 rebounds. He came off the bench to shoot 12 of 22 from the field and 5 of 8 from beyond the arc. DeMonte Malloy, your Saint of the Week on the men's side. And for the women... It's none other than the two-time GNAC Player of the Week this year, Claire Dingus. 22.5 points per game, 12.5 rebounds, 4 steals per game, 3.5, correct me, 3.5 steals, 4 assists, and 1 block. I know that was a lot, but that's what she did on the floor both games. Two double-doubles. And she had 11 offensive rebounds in the two games. Claire Dingus, once again, your Saint of the Week. Congratulations to DeMonte and Claire for their efforts on the court. 
Well, thank you everybody for tuning in to this first ever St. Martin's Athletics podcast. We will be back next week with Alex Schumacher of Men's Basketball as our guest star. You know, tune in to hear all about Saints action. Thank you, everybody, and go Saints!